Welcome to the Inventory Nation podcast, a show designed to bring you the incredible voices and stories of veterinary professionals coast to coast, all while helping you to manage and control your inventory. I'm your host, Nicole Clausen, coach, advisor, and champion for veterinary teams and their inventory. Joining you live from the mountains of Montana, welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Inventory Nation podcast. So excited that you are here. So today's episode is part two of a two-part series all about how uh, just basically my story and my journey in you know, becoming an inventory manager and eventually starting veterinary care logistics. So this is part two. So if you missed part one, you can go back and listen to that. That's just kind of all the things that happened that led me to, you know, managing inventory in a practice and some of the lessons that I learned along the way. So let's just jump right in with part two. So as I kind of went over in part one, um, as an inventory manager, I kind of experienced what it looks like when things don't feel right. You know, it feels like you're just swimming upstream with a giant boulder, right? I remember like sitting in my car before work being like, I don't really know what I'm doing and that makes me uncomfortable and I don't know how to make things better. So you know, that was kind of what happened when I first started. And then I started learning everything that I possibly could and trying these different systems um, to see what worked well. And these systems started to have success. So my practice management became really accurate. I could rely on it to know exactly what I had on hand. I could use reorder points. Um, I was using reorder tags. And it was so... um I really kind of experienced the power of reordered points, as cheesy as that sounds. But I remember, I can't remember what my reorder points were, but the one for gauze really stuck out to me because it was basically like clockwork, you know, because basically I would place my, um, I would like place my order, um, you know, for when things got when that reorder tag flagged, it was low. I would order the quantity that I had kind of calculated. And it was just like a well-oiled machine. Like it would arrive and I would have like, I would just have just barely enough on the shelf to where it was like, it wasn't like I was like scary low, but it was comfortable low. And then I would be restocked and it just works so well. And I think one of the biggest lessons that I learned there is even though that um, in practice, it seems like things are like really busy and chaotic all the time. And there's like this huge variation as far as like what we're using and when. But what I have learned from the data is that isn't always true. So a lot of times we have these consistent patterns of usage and consumption that we can actually, I guess, predict or forecast to make our ordering so much easier. And so really kind of like understanding the consumption and usage um 
trends or patterns and kind of using that predictability, if you will, to calculate and use reorder points really, really changed the game for me as an inventory manager. And it just made my job so much less stressful. I was a lot more confident in knowing what I was doing. And um, you know, I really started to see success as far as like bringing my costs down and, um, you know, just like the overall functionality, um, you know, was just really, really kind of made a big difference there. So kind of as, um, you know, I was going through this like period of like learning, if you will, um, you know, in part one, I kind of epi- mentioned that I experienced some of the mean girls of vet med. And, um, I think during this time of being an inventory manager, I really kind of like accepted the parts of me that were often made fun of. So, you know, I've kind of, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of a nerd, I'm kind of a dork. So like, you know, <laughs> I can't really hide that, you know, so I have like a deep love of like analytics and math and formulas and data. And, you know, I was kind of made fun of that, not only like in vet med, but also all throughout school, um, you know, because I was in a lot of accelerated programs and, um so I kind of made fun of, got made fun of quite a bit for that. And I think during this time when I was like seeing really a lot of success with systems and, you know, it kind of like started this self-acceptance, if you will, to the parts of me that were like, had been made fun of. And I'm like, wait a second, that's kind of really cool that I, you know, I love data and spreadsheets because not everyone loves those type of things. And I think it takes all kinds in the world. And so um, there was just kind of like this self-acceptance piece, I think, um, that really kind of started that. And I was like, wait, I have some skills that, you know, are valuable to a practice or to a workplace. And I really, truly love what I do. Um And so that was kind of like something that kind of happened along the way. It's not necessarily like I kind of set out to do that, but I was like, hey, wait a second, like, this is kind of (laughs) cool. So, um, and because I was experiencing a lot of success with my systems, I started helping other local clinics and I just realized how much I love helping others, especially when it came to something so overwhelming for so many people. Like I remember being in those shoes of the inventory manager that was brand new and like no idea what I was doing. Right. And I wanted to do well and I wanted to improve, but I didn't know how. And So I started helping other local area clinics and that was like, that really um, was like a new thing where I was like, oh, wow, I really love teaching others. And it kind of felt like I was on the edge of something. It was like my love of community and strategy and teaching really were kind of coming together. And it was like, oh, this feels like, this feels like something that's you know, big for me. I was like, it was like, cause for so long I'd kind of struggled with what do I want to do and who do I want to be? And kind of like, what's my purpose? And 
But, you know, kind of bringing those three big key components together, I was like, ooh, this feels like something I could do. And so I kind of continued on that journey. And then um, one of my very dear friends, um, she um, kind of, uh, I can't either, either remember if she, like, I think she asked me to speak um, at, like, a few at kind of like the one of the bigger towns in Montana um, on inventory management. And I've never like spoke before. I'd never done like a big presentation like that, like nothing. And so we drove over there and I spoke, um, you know, and there was a good turnout. And I just remember when I was speaking and then like afterwards when people were like coming up and asking questions and we we're like brainstorming together, oh my gosh, that lit my soul on fire. Like, I still remember, like, I can feel, like, how electrifying it felt. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is it. Like, this is the thing that I wanted to do. And it was like, it just lit my soul on fire, like, so much. I was like, oh my gosh, this is my, like, I want to teach people. I want to help people. I want to help them feel not so alone and confused and overwhelmed. Like I want to, you know, really do that. And so that's kind of when that happened, that was like, okay, (laughs) like I thought that I wanted to kind of be like a traditional consultant, right? I was like, I'm going to be an inventory consultant. And of course this was like, oh gosh, what year was it? (sighs) 2017. So before COVID. And so I had like this five-year plan, you know, I like did this business plan. I was like, okay, by year five, I wanted to start, you know, reaching out to other clinics um, outside of Montana. And I just kind of like giggle now because I'm like, I'm at five and a half years. And I think I um, was helping clinics outside of Montana my very first year. So, um, you know, I kind of thought I was like, okay, I'm going to be this traditional consultant. And, uh, you know, I started working with clinics and, um, I did some speaking events and my very first clinic. Oh my gosh. It was just so fun. So I like drove down to this clinic and they had this big, large practice and we like worked on site together and we kind of like got their inventory system like under control. We, like whipped Avamark into shape. We set up these systems, you know, and they, you know, they thought it was fantastic. I had so much fun and that like solidified for it for me where I was like, yep, this is what I want to do. And so um, I think the very first clinic, I got them on their way to actually having their cost of goods. Their goal was um, 16%. And I think we, um, got there, not, you know, we got there together. So, um, and they have since sold their clinic and they've actually started a new one. So, um, it's really been cool to, um, to do that. And so in addition to, um, working with clinics on site, I would also do kind of like a remote analysis. And I still, Nicole H, if you're listening, shout out to you. She was the very first um, uh, like remote analysis that I did. And I still consider her to be like a very dear friend. And so, um, yeah, so uh, 
I'm just like, okay, as I'm talking about this, I just so much gratitude for all the people that have like believed in me throughout the way and have like been here. And whether this is your first episode or you've been a longtime listener, oh my gosh, my heart is so full of gratitude right now. Um, and I'm just so honored to just be a part of your inventory journey and just kind of be a part of your world. So thank you. Um, so I, you know, there was this piece where I was like, you know, kind of like a more traditional consultant and, you know, um, I started realizing and recognizing, right, that my experience as far as, you know, not having a lot of training and feeling fairly alone in the practice, right, because we're the only, you know, usually there's just one, maybe a couple inventory managers in the practice. I realized that, um, you know, there was this opportunity to have an inventory community. And, you know, and like, I just was really excited at the idea of bringing together all these inventory managers into a community together. So that's kind of um, how the Facebook group started. I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, we, like, I wanted to start a, a Facebook group to bring together all these inventory managers. And, you know, I wanted to not only help them strategically to kind of like understand, you know, the different systems and things of um, inventory, but also to just help people feel not so alone. And, you know, I just started Vet Logic and the Facebook group just with the intention of, oh my gosh, if I can help one person feel not so alone, like somebody is in their corner, like that would just mean everything to me. And so that's kind of how the Facebook group got started and it grew pretty quickly. Um, and at this time I was continuing to work with clients. You know, this was still, you know, prior to COVID. And so I was, um, on site with clients. So I, you know, um, work with them, get their practice management system whipped into shape, you know, get together an action plan for them, help them set up their systems. Um, and I traveled a lot. So I was, um, you know, I realized very quickly that a lot of practices need help with their inventory. And it was definitely a part of, um, you know, managing a practice that there was a lot of like unknowns and confusion about. So, um, you know, I got pretty busy pretty quickly. <laughs> um, so, um, around this time, um, Facebook kind of started changing their, things basically. And so we started getting a lot of like Facebook violations in the group because they thought that we were selling pharmaceuticals. And so I remember we um, posed a question to the group. I was like, okay, you know, do we want to create something that's off of Facebook? You know, would that be something that you're interested in? And a lot of people are like, yes. And so that is kind of how the veterinary inventory strategy network started or vision. So that's really how vision started was this community that we could come together off of Facebook, you know, just in case something happened to the Facebook group, but also so that we could have like an intentional um, community just kind of focused around inventory. So that's kind of how that started. And um, so that was really kind of fun to do. And actually, 
Um, speaking of, so, um, vision is having, is like the whole look of it is completely changing and we're going to have discussion groups and everything like that. So it's going to be so cool. Vision is free to join. So, you know, there's no cost to join. It's if you're interested, it's um, veterinaryisn.com, free to join. It's a community. There's just a lot of really good, kind people in there. So, um, you know, it's definitely something that I wish that I had when I was first starting out. Like, the people in there are just really good folks. So, just a total side note on that. So, fast forward to when COVID happened, right? That kind of changed everything for me because I was like, wait a second, you know, with the lockdowns and everything, you know, up until this point, I had been, um, you know, traveling and going on site and doing in-person speaking events. And so I was like, oh, well, that's not going to happen anymore. (laughs) And so I started doing more remote consulting and, um, I had this one gal that I was working with and, you know, such a very dear client um, to me. Um, She and her husband like own the practice and they wanted to retire. And so they wanted to reduce their cost of goods so they could sell their practice and retire. And so her and I worked together, um, you know, it was kind of like we co-created her inventory systems together. We would um, meet like once a week, sometimes every other week, we'd like walk through different things. We'd, um, you know, get her practice management system cleaned up. We'd get reorder points entered. We'd just really start to do um, a lot of work together remotely. And I was like, wait a second. So, you know, I started seeing really great results, people reducing their cost of goods in a significant way. I think we reduced hers by nine percentage points in two, maybe three months. Um, And so that was I was like, oh, you know, so that's kind of like how remote consulting started. And I think, you know, that has really blossomed. A lot of people like really enjoy that. And so I kind of start with them, do an audit and analysis, and then we do practice management system training. We meet together, you know, for one-on-one sessions. There's the mentoring, there's the coaching, there's kind of like that dis- that strategic, um, you know, advisement, if you will. Um, And then, you know, at kind of like the end, there's a, you know, step-by-step action plan that really kind of gives them, you know, everything that they need. Um, So that was kind of something that happened with COVID. And then also I realized at the time how many, you know, practices that, um, you know, needed inventory help or inventory training, but maybe they didn't necessarily want to hire a consultant. And so that's kind of where the idea for the training courses came about. And so I started with the inventory 9-1 toolkit and that was like, okay, if somebody feels like their inventory is literally on fire, they're so overwhelmed and confused, that course was like, okay, let's give them a dose of relief so that they can kind of, you know, put the fire out so they can start to develop their systems. So that's um, the first course that I came out. Then came the Certified Veterinary Inventory Professional Program. Um, 
And so this certification program was literally like taking a USB of my brain and putting it into a course. So it's kind of for um, intermediate slash advanced level folks, but it really teaches like, you know, I cover like how to do a cost analysis and formulas and reorder points and diagnostic tools and like basically everything in my brain about inventories in this course. Um, and then I have um, one more planned actually two more technically. And um, the first is called the Initial Inventory Expedition. And that course is going to be the survival guide for inventory managers to kind of survive and thrive in their first 60 days in as an inventory manager. <laughs> so it kind of helps when you are like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to place an order. I don't know anything. This course is helps walk you through step by step so that you can kind of survive your first 60 days above and beyond. Now, the last course, still a secret, um, but it's going to be pretty cool. Um, so don't want to share too much of the details on that. So that's kind of what's happening next. And that's kind of my how I came to start veterinary care logistics and it has been an adventure ever since. So, you know, some of the things I learned is like, um, if you're struggling with inventory and, you know, it's a challenge for you, you are not alone. If you have a love of operations and spreadsheets and numbers and analysis, you are certainly not alone. Um, you know, if you are feeling like, you know, because I guess when I first started, it was kind of like, okay, I don't want to say it was like the cool thing to do patient care, but like, you know, like that's what everyone wanted to do is like, you know, be a um a veterinary technician or, you know, kind of like work quote unquote in the back. But I love to be a receptionist. I actually still miss it. And sometimes I'm like, hmm, maybe I should say, you know, I'm like, oh, maybe I could do that. Probably not, but <laughs> um and I also loved inventory and I just, you know. It's okay if you love inventory and you're like, you know what? I like the medical side of things. The cases are cool. The patients are awesome, but I like managing inventory. That is totally cool. You are definitely in good company here. So, um, and you know, it's really just very, very common for a practice to struggle with inventory. I think one of the questions that I get asked most frequently is, oh, is my inventory the worst you've ever seen? No. <laughs> It never is. And I would never like, you know, it's people are like, oh, are you, you know, they're like, is my inventory too challenging and you don't want to work with this? And I'm like, no, I love a challenge, right? Like, let's dig in this together. You know, I, there's zero judgment here. You know, Judge Judy, she's at home. No judgment here. Like, let's dig in and make this better for you. And so, it has really been quite the adventure. And, um, you know, I have a very um, amazing team that um, we all work together. They kind of work more behind the scenes. Um, but shout out to Simona and Lindsay and Rachel and Shaylee. Like, just my team is amazing. And um, thank you for all that you do if you're listening. And um, yeah, so that's my story of um, how I got into inventory, how I started Vet Logic, and um, 
yeah, <laughs> thanks for being along the um, the journey with me and being here and listening to this episode. This was like totally both part one and part two were very unscripted and it just kind of like hit the record button and saw what happened. So um, thanks for listening. So anyways, I hope you have a fantastic day. Thanks for doing what you're doing. You have such an amazing, incredible, positive impact on your patients, your team, your community, like what you're doing in so valuable. It's so important. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise because you're amazing. You're a rock star and I love you. So have a great day. See you in the next episode and do something good for your soul this week because you deserve it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Inventory Nation podcast and spending your time with me. I know your time is valuable and in short supply. So it truly is an honor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe or leave a review. Be sure to visit vetlogic.co slash podcast to access the show notes and discover additional links and resources. See you next time.